You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's bring in somebody who knows what she's talking about when it comes to props and avoiding all the landmines that can be uh, when it comes to betting the NFL. She is Ariel Epstein. She is the prop queen. She is a sports betting host and analyst for MLB Network, NBA TV, and does a ton of great stuff on social media. Follow her at Ariel Epstein. So let's bring in a little royalty. All hail! Ariel Epstein. Neil, before your queen. All hail the prop queen. Everyone bows down to the queen. All right, Ariel. It's a Thursday. We've got the final regular season games of the NFL upon us. And we were just talking about these player prop incentives, guys that are going for these big contract paydays. But like I said, I don't think you blindly bet these. How is your approach been to looking at these incentives and trying to decide which ones you're actually going to play? Happy Thursday, Jenks and Chelsea. Thanks as always for having me on towards the end of this week. Hopefully we could be as profitable as some of these players that are going to be making um, about $250,000 minimum from these incentives. There are a ton of incentives out there for player contracts. I break those down by looking at matchups. I don't necessarily think that there are certain games, like for example, the one that caught my eye that I decided not to bet was the Lions receiver Khalif Raymond and his incentive because against the Green Bay Packers, the Packers are good against the pass. They struggle against the run. That's why I shifted my focus more to Detroit's running back Jamal Williams, who for $250,000 needs six more rushing yards to go over a thousand. Now that's not going to help us in the props market. We don't need six rushing yards from Jamal Williams to go over his prop. We're probably going to need somewhere in the range of 60 rushing yards to go over his prop. So those are the things that I'll be looking for, but definitely matchups play a big role in this. And also I feel like it's the first week where a lot of people will be looking at sack props. Usually you're doing tackles props. So it's not a market that I feel like you have not looked at, but it looks like you are on a sack prop in this Vikings and bears game. What is it? It's Minnesota's linebackers, Darius Smith to go over a half a sack. You're right, Chelsea. I don't really go to the sack market most of the time. Total tackles is a way more profitable market in my opinion. However, when it comes to a sack, Zadarius Smith needs one more sack to make $750,000. What would you do for a million dollars? I would definitely try to sack a quarterback. 
Chicago is allowing the second most sacks per game on their quarterback at just under four a game. Now you're not even going to have your mobile quarterback in Justin Fields, who was announced out the other day. So I, I, the Bears don't really have much to play for. Minnesota's already locked into their playoff spot. Darius Smith is going to go ham going for the 750K. Give me over a half a sack for probably anything less than minus 150. I don't care. He's getting this. I'm taking it. Oh, my God, for a million dollars, I would get thrown to the ground like a rag doll, but I would absolutely go for a sack. So you're right about that. We're talking to the prop queen, Ariel Epstein, sports betting host and analyst for MLB Network and NBA TV. A great follow on Twitter as well. Ariel, another prop or two you're looking at is in Saturday night's game between the Jags and Titans and a couple of other guys, one in particular who's got some money on the line as well. There are two players on the Jaguars that have money on the line. It's Jaguars wide receivers, Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. Now, both of them need two catches to make $500,000. Zay Jones is two fifty k, Christian Kirk five hundred k. They both likely get two catches. Now it becomes, who do you bet on for receiving yards? Zay Jones needs 98 to get 500 k and Christian Kirk needs 91 receiving yards to make another 500 k I was talking to a good friend of mine, Andy Lang, who works over at Wager Talk, and I said, how do you choose between the two? Because they both basically need to have over 90 receiving yards. He goes, take both of them. It doesn't mean their receiving yards prop is going to come out at 90. It likely means you're going to get a receiving yards prop for both these receivers in the range of anywhere between 40 to 60 or 70 receiving yards for both of them. They both could be very boomer bust. I'm going to take the over on both, hoping they get enough targets and go for enough grabs so that they can make their money. And the Titans, they also allow the third most receiving yards per game to wide receivers this year. The big, most important part, this game matters. Both these teams, the Jaguars and the Titans, they need to win this game to win the division and get into the playoffs. You're going to see both these receivers having a big game, and it's also for selfish reasons, of course, since they want to make their money. That's what I'm saying. I think you need to take like the matchup into consideration as well. So if all of the factors line up, that's when you actually bet something. And also, if you like a lot of receivers in the Jags game, maybe just take the over on Trevor Lawrence and his passing prop. Because I think a lot of receivers are going to have a big day against this Titans defense, like you said, who's been very, very bad against the pass. All right, let's go to this Chargers game. Uh, Chargers and Broncos. It looks like there is a receiver that you are targeting that has a pretty low number here. Yeah, and this is a hypothetical when I sent it to you because I'm not taking it for anything less than one and a half, or excuse me, anything more than one and a half catches. Chargers wide receiver DeAndre Carter, he needs two more receptions this weekend in order to go and get his $250,000 on his incentive. I wouldn't take anything for more than one and a half receptions. Like if it's two and a half, uh, or if it's overly juiced at a half, I would be annoyed. But for over one and a half, if you could get some decent, a decent number on that, Carter was a receiver that really helped the Chargers during the time where the Chargers wide receivers like Keenan Allen were injured. Carter really stepped up, and he became one of the top receivers on this Chargers team and really helped keep L.A. in the mix for a playoff push. Even though Carter has really dropped off now that the Chargers receivers are healthy again, the Chargers are locked into their wild card spot. They can't really move, and they win the tiebreak over Baltimore anyway for that number five spot. Carter's not going to be part of the playoff playbook as much as the other receivers will be, so there's really not going to be much harm for the Chargers to have to go and give Carter two catches. 
I say he go gets it, and the Chargers are going to make this game about incentives because it really doesn't matter for them. Ariel, I wanted to talk a little basketball with you, and I see you're on a John Morant prop in the Grizz Magic game, which I'm glad to see because we were trying to handicap it earlier and I have no idea what to do with a side or a total. So what are you looking at here? I'm looking at John Morant over eight and a half assists and plus money around plus 100. Morant's gone over this number uh, against teams like recently Denver. He had 10 assists. But what I was really looking at is how Orlando allows the 10 most assists per game on average, just over eight for each assist leader since December 1st. Big names. Russell Westbrook, 13 assists against this team in the last month. Um, you've also seen Trey Young go off against them. He had 13 and uh, 16 assists. So I take Trey Young and John Morant in very similar categories as point guards. And that's exactly why I think John Morant, even though it's a second leg of a back to back. He didn't really have um, a ton of assists yesterday against Charlotte. He had eight. So I say today is the day that John Morant goes over this against Orlando, um, just like Trey Young did and some other big names like Russell Westbrook having big performances against this Magic team. All right, it looks like you're on a Christian Wood prop tonight, and I had to double-check myself because he does not play for the Rockets anymore. He plays for the Mavs and has been a nice little addition to that lineup. So what do you like for Christian Wood tonight? For Christian Wood tonight, I'm looking at his over 8.5 rebounds, which is slightly juiced at minus 120. However, he's uh, he's been the second-leading rebounder on this Magic team, or behind this uh, Mavericks team, behind Luka Doncic. He's averaging just below eight rebounds a game. However, when you look at Wood against teams that are bottom 10 against rebounding, the Knicks, he had nine. Boston, he had 12. Minnesota, he had 13. Wood is the big man. And when you look at centers against, uh, when you look at centers against Boston versus guards against Boston, especially when Boston has their center, Robert Williams, in, the centers are rebounding more than the guards, which is why I looked away from Doncic and think he's under nine and a half is more intriguing with Williams potentially playing tonight. I would go with the over for Wood, under for Doncic, since centers have had more success when Robert Williams is on the floor. And Williams didn't play against Oklahoma City on Tuesday, which is telling me that they wanted to keep him potentially for this game. He's been very in and out of the lineup for Boston. So if you have... Um, the center for the Celtics in tonight, then have the center Christian Wood matching up against him for the rebounds instead of the guard Luka Doncic. All right. Great insight as always from Ariel Epstein. She does it all. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.